morning. Welcome back to Batting Around. It's Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast. I am your co-host, Jane Aust. And with me, as always, but not really always, but but going forward, always, again, always, Lauren. I'm, uh, this is when I talk, right? I'm yeah. Lauren. It's yeah. Been, sorry, I forgot how this all works. <laughs> I'm Lauren. You'll get back into it. Lauren is me. <laughs> That's Lauren. <laughs> and Steven. I'm Steven. Oh, now, now you do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Well, Lauren's back. Major Lauren League is Baseball back. is back. Baseball's back. Everything's a lot back. of baseball. We we're we so are back. so back. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is so back. <laughs> how, how have you been? I've been okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, recovery from surgery has been kind of a, a mostly good, a little bit of a mixed bag, but I'm uh, back at my day job next week and back at my much more important to me and much more emotionally invested podcasting job this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a little peeved that you refused to tell me how many people downloaded the episodes uh, or listened to the episodes while I was away, because that way I can't negotiate a higher cut of the the Patreon money. Uh, That's but, proprietary uh... information. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to you have to talk to my lawyer if you want. To. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm doing all things considered. I, I watched a lot of baseball while I was out, which was fantastic. I watched so much baseball if you thought the wbc was good uh you should have tried the wbc on vicodin oh Oh, god God. (laughs) i can only imagine what are your uh i know it's weeks later and another thing has already has started that is taking everybody's attention but like give us give us some wbc takes (laughs) you have to have them built up oh um i have one thing that i don't really know if this is like an appropriate story to share Mm mm-hmm so we, we might just put you might just put elevator music over this segment, but I'm going to tell it. Um, so okay. the surgery I had was bottom surgery. I, I had uh, uh, and part of the recovery process for bottom surgery involves dilation, where for three times a day for the first couple of months, you use a hard plastic object to make things down there stay open and nice. And I was dilating during the um, uh, semifinals, not the finals. When Randy Rosarena made that catch. Oh my God. And that fucking thing rocketed out of my body. (laughs) (laughs) Great, great, great series. Great for baseball. Just unbelievably fantastic stuff. Only here, folks. Will you? (laughs) Can you hear a story like that? God bless. I think oh. my only real hot take is that they should do it every two years. Yeah, I agree. I think I said something. Something. Yeah, like they can that call it something different so it doesn't feel like we're doing the same thing every two years, just like the Olympics is the summer and the winter. But right, right. I don't know. Maybe like a world softball classic or something could be cool. We'll see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. If it, <laughs> I'm trying to recover from that. If it continues to be as profitable as that one was, yeah. like I can definitely see them changing it to every other year. And really, I think it would have been even better if it had the pitch clock. Oh, it would have been so much better. Oh, oh. the first WBC game that I watched, I was like, yeah, those spring training pitch clock games were, were nice. I mean, uh, these are great because they're like playoff baseball. So fine, whatever. But like, oh, boy. The great yeah, it probably would Canada be slower game. either way because of the yeah. because of the playoff atmosphere. Yeah, but totally. I I I um 
that that's really my only hot take for the WBC is that they should do it more often. They should promote it more and they should just give all the teams way more money to fund it and research it and develop it. Totally. But we have real baseball back. Yeah. Incredibly real baseball. Opening day was fantastic. Opening day was so much fun. It was, it I... was, uh, opening day was fine. Yeah. you didn't have a great time i had a great time i had a fine time um (laughs) uh we let's 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 just get this out of the way the whole the phillies being the reigning national league champions and you guys are so full of yourselves the last (laughs) without a win I think um, you're Mets fans or something. Jesus, like everything <laughs> revolves around you. Everything does revolve around us. Um, <laughs> but no, I could not help but notice that the Phillies took a 5 nothing lead against the Texas Rangers on opening mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, news broke that Donald Trump was going to be uh, indicted for crimes. And from the moment that news hit, uh, the Phillies in their subsequent three games and the remaining of that one game uh just completely <laughs> forgot how to play baseball they were so crestfallen yeah they're going news through it. Of the indictment <laughs> <laughs> they're they're probably not the only ones in, in baseball who are taking it pretty hard but there were probably some broken bats in the club room yeah, yeah. in the clubhouse <laughs> so uh, i'm hoping yeah. that now now that now that uh the former president now that he <laughs> has made it a fucking circus out of this uh, that they all feel a little better now um mm-hmm. and and can maybe yeah, they, win you know, a they, game the baseball mindset requires you to really only be thinking about the next 15 minutes you can't really like dwell on the future or dwell on the past you gotta have the goldfish mentality and just kind of power through so mm-hmm. i missed the indictment stuff because i was just watching baseball all day and <laughs> it's kind of like how i'd nap through january 6th <laughs> <laughs> woke up and a bunch of shit happened I got so grumpy as soon as the indictment news dropped because I'm like, oh, fuck. People are just going to be tweeting about this. And all I want to talk about is baseball being back. Yeah, fuck I'm you, fine. people. Like, l- l- let's pay attention to what really matters. Yeah, and really, the or- Orioles-Red Sox ended up being a way more exciting game than uh, anything that involving President Trump. Uh, he- it was just a fantastic first game. And the series was oh, Had that wild. great slide of uh, Rutschman's. Yeah, yeah, remember that? That uh, yeah, where he fucking whipped his leg up and kicked the dude in the face. He fully trucks the, 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 the worst baseman. Yeah, yeah, one and of then the like worst slides I've ever seen. Gets him up and it, like <laughs> tries to help him up, tries to like get him on his feet, and the guy just rubs him, like tous- tousles his hair. It's so it's so adorable. Yeah, no, uh, I, I, we're all falling. America's America's hero, Adley Rutschman, is uh, uh mm-hmm. quickly flying up the player like a. Bu- Flying of the player uh, likability rankings, totally, totally. And then the series yeah. itself was just like, like, ugh, like the first game was like nine, ten. Second game was like nine, twelve. Third game was like eight, ten or something. It was just a ridiculously high scoring all the way through because none of those teams can pitch to save their lives. But incredible <laughs> series. And I've I've kind of caught games all over the place. I've watched some Marlins games yesterday. I watched um, a bunch of the White Sox series against the Astros. It was like comically bad. Yeah, it's been great. I ended up watching a lot. Of, I mean, I watched all the Twins games, of course. And then every time I tuned into a Phillies game, it always seemed to be the ninth inning when they're just about to lose. Uh, <laughs> which was like It was like the timing was like perfect every single time. Yeah. Orioles had that same problem in game two. Yeah. I watched a lot of Cleveland, Seattle. Too. Oh, yeah. 
the, those yeah. were fun games. And on opening day, I like I started watching from like the first pitch, the Yankees Giants, and then I after too, Shohei yeah. got pulled, I went to bed because was <laughs> like my eyes hurt from watching <laughs> baseball all day, and I was like, I don't need to watch the rest of this Angels game. And yeah, the course... Otani game ending the way it did too was just like perfect so Angels funny. bullshit. I. Yeah. They need Perfect. to trade him. Don't wait until the don't wait until midseason. Just trade I him. He he got tungsten armed on opening day, which as hard as anyone's ever been tungsten armed. Like yeah. truly, what else could have happened? Yeah. The two the two like absolute lock things to happen on opening day: Shohei Otani getting tungsten armed, and Aaron Judge hitting the first home run of all of baseball mm-hmm. against the. The San Francisco Giants. Mm-hmm. That was beautiful. The script writers are really feeling themselves this week. <laughs> no, I also I had a notice an interesting. Let's see if I could pull something up here real quick. Uh, I, I made another spreadsheet I've forgotten about, and I know you all love when I look <laughs> when I pull up spreadsheets in the middle. Of we the need podcast. to get a we need to get a spreadsheet theme song. Just like <laughs> <laughs> make a make a stinger. I actually made I actually made two spreadsheets while I was away. Yeah. One was just uh, I tracked the Orioles opening day payroll year by year back to 1998. And they're they them being cheap is really recent. Mm-hmm. Uh, OK, I can't find it out, but I looked up. Oh, it's in my notes. That's why. Notes on notes on notes on spreadsheets. We are. <laughs> yeah, we're back. We so are I looked so up, back. We are so back. I noticed the day after opening day that only one pitcher had thrown over six innings on opening day. Hmm. And it was Dylan Cease of the White Sox, 6.1. Or, or Kopech, uh, the White Sox pitcher. I'm blanking on who it was. I didn't write that down. This year? This year, yeah. Yeah, Cease was their opening pitcher this year. Cease, he, thank you. Yeah. Only, only He was the only pitcher in Major League Baseball to start a game on opening day and go over six innings at 6.1. Hmm. And that just seems really odd to me. Like, that Well, just, um, in... In the Phillies Rangers game, Jacob Degrom and Aaron Nola were having a mid off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that happened with most of the guys. So, like, there's a lot of factors for it. Like, I don't think it's just the modern game through through the order pull and before thing. I I think there. Are, mm, I've noticed a lot of guys are not happy with the pitch clock. Yeah, yeah. Well, what I, what I did with my notes here is I went back through the last ten years and tracked how many pitchers went over six innings on opening day. And uh, 2023, it was only one guy. Last year, it was three. 2021, it was two pitchers. 2024 guys did it, including the last uh, complete game, which was uh, Kyle Hendricks on the Cubs. Then 2019, uh, nine guys did it. 2018, three guys did it. And every year between 2017 and 2013, at least nine did it. With 13 pitchers in 2015 going over six innings pitched on opening day. Holy Mm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Half the league. It's it's a, a it was actually like a pretty interesting. I thought um, pretty cool uh, like example of how the game has changed a little bit. And a bunch of them were just like six point one, six point two. Like twenty seventeen, like seven guys through seven in, innings or more. It just really shows how much the that role has changed. Yeah, and I mean, expectations. Even with letting them stretch out a bit, you know, taking a little bit of time and pulling them early because it's, you know, still early in the season, even accounting mm-hmm. for that, it's like, no, it's it's still like it's way down. Yeah, it's opening yeah. day. Like you think that like, uh, you, you, you've you got your ace on the mound. Everybody's right. ace, like best pitcher is throwing. 
You want to like open up the, the game for the fans. You want to yeah. keep the bullpen rested for the early series. You'd think teams would want more guys throwing. They are uh, theoretically never fresher. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I, I'm sure there's a confluence of reasons for it. It's it's the game changing, and it's also just the unique performances of these guys. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, just goes to show. All right. Well, thank you for another uh, Lauren spreadsheet corner. <laughs> play play off my spreadsheet music. <laughs> Yeah, I did like. like... <laughs> um, I did reference it briefly, but uh, the the pitch com stuff, uh, it was extremely beautiful to watch Rob Manfred getting interviewed during the Rangers Phillies game <laughs> at the at, during like at when the pitch com was malfunctioning and causing <laughs> clock violations. Hell yeah. um, I've been seeing a lot of pitch com errors uh, and they're definitely not pitchers trying to avoid vi- uh, clock violations. No, never. Not at I all. I do wonder if, if more of them are using it this year than last year because of the pitch com. Maybe that's part of it as they're still adjusting to it. But um, or just more yeah. people are just using it in general. Yeah. It was just extremely funny to have Jacob deGrom like like indignantly like throwing up his hands at the ump because his pitch com <laughs> wasn't working and and the announcer is going like oh okay with rob manfred sitting right next to them yeah wasn't george w bush also interviewed he during was, that game i he was there i don't know that no. he was interviewed i was not paying attention oh, he might been there. either way i still don't like seeing war criminals at the ballpark if i wanted that i could just go see a nats game god it's crazy <laughs> he used to own that fucking team that's crazy yeah much better, you oh. like alternate universe where he just does that for the rest of his life. And yeah, everything. I guess I'll tell you, he probably didn't do a very good job running the club. So I guess it would still suck to be a Rangers fan of that parallel universe. But I think that several million people who would still be alive would be appreciative. Who yeah. would? So so okay, we're swapping in a so we're swapping in a baseball owner for president. Who who would like? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, worst case scenario, I think is probably only one who I think would do a worse job is probably Reinsdorf. Oh, oh God! <laughs> President Reinsdorf in the year two thousand, Jerry Reinsdorf. I don't want to like, lay that. I don't. Oof. Now that Donald Trump's going to jail, maybe maybe Jerry will step in as like the eccentric city billionaire who's suddenly a big public right wing guy. That would be pretty grim. <laughs> See, I immediately just thought of one of the rickets. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They're, they're more, like, more politically involved too. They, they. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 the boring answer because one of them is literally a. a an elected official yeah. uh, governor governor of nebraska uh, i don't know one of those states one of those flyover states that we don't have to care about as coastal elites exactly mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> yeah minnesota doesn't count you guys have a coast it's just like not, not the whole thing it's just a little part of the coast <laughs> yeah it's only you know bordering an inland sea yeah <laughs> your state has ports that's yeah, important it does huge ones the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. That's that's on our lake. <laughs> Speaking of shitty owners, did you see the horse-drawn carriage that brought uh, Jim Crane and the World Series trophy into the game? Yeah, oh, not oh. good. I hated it, that. Was it like some Budweiser? It was. I think it was Clydesdale. Yeah. Oh god, it sucks. We we really needed like a fans throwing pretzels moment for that, and it just it was. Uh, I just don't like seeing the owner with the statue ever under any no, circumstances. No, they did not. Mm-hmm. No. Um. Yeah the the Astros game was a land of contrasts, kind of because on one hand there was that bullshit with Jim Crane that made me want to throw up, 
But on the other hand, uh, Megan the Stallion uh, threw out the first pitch, and it was great. that was great. She rocks. Mm-hmm. She can fan. she can throw out the pitch at any time she wants. Yeah, yeah. We should make her do that for every team. It is it is tragic that Houston is a large city with a lot of you know famous people from there. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, you're an Astros fan. Cool. All right. Yeah. Now the thing that really <laughs> bugged me about the um, the owner carrying the statue on the carriage is that at no other level of the sport would that ever be something that you would do. Where like the guy who pays like pays for the team uniforms in little league, if he was going out there after the after the little league championship, being like, I'm the guy. Yeah, I did this. This is all because this is all because of me, <laughs> motherfuckers. People would rightfully be outraged. <laughs> that that's like that'd be such a good next level from like you know the terrible baseball parents or the terrible like sports <laughs> oh, kids oh parents that are always getting into fights and stuff. If we brought that level of drama into it too, or like <laughs> there's the ownership groups for like these, <laughs> yeah, just like the beer league Little sponsor league ownership yeah. groups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, A Rod bought a little league team, and uh, yeah, it's been a disaster. It would just be like the level of ownership you could buy into if you were just like a kind of a wash reliever who was in the show for a year or two. Yeah, 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 yeah totally. You just be this tyrant over these, <laughs> over this like rotating group of children. Yeah. I'm paying you orange slices, aren't I? Forever, yeah. <laughs> Don't don't tell Mike Piazza. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mike Piazza just single-handedly <laughs> like running the like Tom's River <laughs> team into the ground, yeah. putting like crypto crypto ads and like sports betting ads on the on the on the outfield wall <laughs> at the elementary school on like the yeah. chain link fence. <laughs> That's cursed. On the one other hand, though, they would probably incentivize it into making money by doing what they do at Little League games in New Orleans, which is serving daiquiris, which would be a delight. Yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if I if I had to watch a kid play like stand in the outfield and drop balls all, for uh, like three hours, uh, a daiquiri really wouldn't hurt. It'd probably help a lot. Yeah. Getting drunk at the Little League games. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's time on our New Orleans tradition. Yeah, exactly. That's why my that's why my parents were OK with me doing them for a little while. Should we get into the next huge news item? Sure. Bryce Harper reads hockey romance novels. Yeah, this was this is a, a weird a really weird tweet. Yeah. I saw this too. Go why don't you go ahead? I'm assuming this is a Mormon thing. Oh yeah, probably. Because <laughs> like because like erotic novels that are like novels and not like explicitly just porn, but like implicitly porn. I'm assuming that's like literally the only way a Mormon can get their rocks off outside of like conceiving a child. Sure. Um and I, I saw someone tweeting about it that like that's that is in fact the way Mormons are. But it is just so fucking funny to me that Bryce Harper not only reads this, but like admitted to it publicly in yeah. GQ. No. <laughs> I I just I pulled up the uh the description of the book that he mentions is a deal by L. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. And as this is wild. She's about to make a deal with the college bad boy. Hannah Wells has finally found someone who turns her on. But while she might be confident in every other area of her life, she's carted around a full set, set of baggage when it comes to sex and stuff. This can't be the book. This cannot possibly be the correct book. <laughs> it is. It is, in fact, the book. 
Even if it means tutoring the annoying, childish, cocky, hockey, ca- cocky captain of the h- hockey team in exchange for a pretend day. Wow. Every one of the covers of all of her books is like, is, is like a shot of a like of like a man's like abs, just hard- like just like a cut dude wearing just <laughs> jeans and like different poses. And you only see them from maybe the chin. So like, so I do. Yeah, down. I do need to quote Bryce Harper <laughs> in the tweet that we are referring to. It is a screenshot from a GQ article that. This was this was tweeted on April 1st, so I clicked the link and checked the article to verify <laughs> that this was in fact true. Uh, mm-hmm. And it is. And so the interviewer is asking, are you a nighttime Netflix guy or do you earn no screens? Uh, Harper says, no, I love reading, man. I enjoy it. I like getting lost in a book, being able to wind down. So the interview obvi- okay. interviewer obviously asks, what are you reading now? And his response is, I don't really want to tell anybody what I read. So the interviewer's <laughs> good instinct. Um, yeah. The interviewer replies, "Come on, give GQ the inclu- the exclusive." Yeah, uh, and then Harper's reply is, "Well, I love romance writer L. Kennedy, so you can look that up. I just read the deal and the mistake, and then I'm on. I can't think of the one I'm on right now, but I enjoy it. It helps me wind down. I get lost." So being able to get lost in something else that uh, something else makes you that much better the next day uh, because you're what? getting away from your life and getting away from everything. <laughs> no, Sleep I get is what he's huge. Saying. It's yeah, tough okay, okay. with a two year old and a one year old. So okay. I get it. I listen. Bryce, so he fantasizes about like romances in a sport that he doesn't play. <laughs> I love that. Then it's still like it's like that's as far as his like as his imagination Listen, goes to. It's I, like a hockey guy getting getting married. I I have in fact read several steamy sports novels before. Yeah. Uh he just like me, uh Bryce Harper. <laughs> Uh, I also did go into this author's catalog and she has written a number of gay smut novels. Um, yeah. I'm okay. wondering okay. when I wonder, I'm wondering when Bryce is going to get to those. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those things like you, I, I started reading this author's fantasy books and then all of a sudden, all it's such is the sci-fi. So you got to go to the sci-fi. <laughs> yeah. You know, he, he's like, he's like a, you know, a couple, like a couple chapters in and doesn't realize it. He's just like, Alex is a girl's name, right? <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love reading about healthy young male friendships. Yeah. <laughs> they were roommates. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, we, we should be clear. We should be clear that we are not mocking him for no. reading these person. We love this. We're, this is fantastic. No, this yeah. is one of the greatest news drops that has happened to me in recent memory like easily easily this is so good it's funny because of how weird it is mm-hmm. and just how surprising it is it's not weird because it's romance novels it's weird because it's bryce harper right and like, it's, it's he's probably not a lot of baseball players are cuddling up with the book in the evening so that's good to hear yeah, no matter what the book is. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if Bryson and, and Sean have ever uh, <laughs> compared notes. <laughs> yeah, they should do like a they should do like a reading like an an L East reading club together. Wait, is there? There's another mm-hmm. there's another player that has like a book club. Who the fuck is that? I don't know. Oh oh um also on the or he was the Nationals when he did it, but um Googling. 
Josh Bell. Josh Bell had a book club. Did okay. he really? Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I think yeah, you had to be like like be some kind of like member of the Nats online app subscriber kind of thing. But yeah, so, you did like Zoom calls with with people. Is this a Nats thing? Is uh, Washington just like making <laughs> like <laughs> making our major league baseball players literate? They're probably like not paying for cable in, in the in the in the in the locker <laughs> room. So it's like, what else are we gonna do? Well, we got some uh, magazines, got these old, we got some old paperbacks big, they put we got in a here. Big we can... stack of these L uh, whatever romance <laughs> novels. <laughs> no, uh, I, I it seems like he was a little awkward talking about it in the interview. But like, mm-hmm. I, I'd be really curious to know, like, maybe like did someone in his family read them when he was growing up, and he, that's how he kind of came into it, or mm-hmm. did he just find it one day on his own? I'd, I'd be curious to hear the, the, the thought process. Yeah, for sure. We will sure. we will be following up with updates as they as they come in future episodes so stay tuned this is a developing story awesome uh we can actually talk about the the actual news uh about the minor leaguers have ratified their their collective bargaining agreement their very first one it's a good starting point yeah it the numbers are still not what they should be for someone working full time they're still not like it's still power no. it is still yeah, not totally. At first, a good way to make a living. So, but. so they did the minimum salaries is what we're referring to, and like, I was looking at the increase, and going, oh, that's really good. And then I looked at the actual numbers, and I was like, no, that's awful. <laughs> I should not be making more money than a triple A player. That is not good. No, I don't no, do shit. <laughs> I don't. I yeah. No, I I send emails for a living. I shouldn't be making as much as someone who has to grind out six hundred at bats each year in AAA. Yeah, I think it's put a lot of pressure too on teams to cut guys who are sticking around to the minors, which is a shame. But yeah, that was mm-hmm. probably going to happen either way. Yeah, like you're going to lose out on guys in the long run. You know, for all, every couple of guys that wouldn't pan out, that you know you cut from you know the overall like what your roster has to be like to to save know. like. Six thousand dollars. Save a couple grand, but like, man, some of those guys could have been, could have been something. Those stories happen all the time. Every every year we see a couple guys who are like journeymen, uh, in in twenty five, twenty twenty four, twenty five, twenty six coming up and and making it Mm -hmm. work. It's it's absolutely one hundred percent a slam dunk improvement over conditions that were yes uh, previous. But like, uh, we should not look at this and go mission accomplished because. (laughs) It is. It is emphatically not accomplished. Um, uh, Tipping pitches had a whole fucking thing on their podcast about it. Uh, They they do. They look into this shit. So go listen to that. (laughs) Uh, They're not allowed to talk about like half of the topics about baseball. So they really scrape in the bottom of the barrel for what to do on their pod. So uh, I'll see. (laughs) I'll see the labor stuff to them and, and keep the 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 rules hand wringing. Uh, we'll ourselves. talk about romance novels. <laughs> we don't step on their, their beat. They don't step on ours. Exactly. Yeah, our beat is extremely stupid things like <laughs> Anthony Rendon getting suspended for five games for rough roughing up an A's fan. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like a mistake. It was definitely a mistake. You shouldn't put hands on on. No, fans. I also don't feel bad for the fan at all. No, of course. Not, no, but... not. But I, I'm sorry. I still don't I, personally, do I think players should be able to treat us like the worms that we are. But that's just yeah. me. <laughs> I mean, if if do I even need to say it? <laughs> if if Anthony Rendon grabbed the hem of my shirt forcefully. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. 
I don't think he would have. I don't think he would like my reaction. No, <laughs> no, he wouldn't. I'm also sure that guy said some, something really egregious that we didn't catch on camera. Mm-hmm. That's usually how it is. He, like in a lot of these things, it's so any f- kind of veteran is like not seasoned enough to take some light ripping. I, I, I think it must have been something pretty bad. It's so funny that Otani and Trout are looking at it when it happens. <laughs> when like he like takes the swing out, <laughs> it's so funny. Otani just being like, oh, "Only one more season, baby." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's like, sixty more, more games, and then I'm going yeah. to the, then I'm going across town. Three more months. Three more months. <laughs> Prout just like looking over his shoulder at like the teams that he's writing notes to in class, just like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, those poor guys. We need to airlift them out of Maybe there. Maybe they should some like come with some kind of pact where like they have to if, if Otani is gonna get traded, they have to trade for Trout too somehow. Ooh. Like they yeah, have to agree really? to eat half the contract or something yeah. to get him out of there. Just one of them is like untradeable. Like the the pair of them is just oh god some big multi team <laughs> trade that you know sends those two to different teams but then just like restocks the angels farm system <laughs> it would need to be like a fifteen team trade yeah it, it'd be very elaborate but they should like they should hold the line like uh, the Dodgers pitchers and uh, get getting like paid fairly yeah Koufax mm-hmm. and Drysdale they should they should if they hold out long enough that they, they got to do something yeah they have the power. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you see the Jack Flaherty video? Oh God! <laughs> I what is this? I just I just watched it like a little bit ago. I, I usually am do not do well with cringe, but I somehow managed to watch that entire video. I think oh I might have missed this one. I don't know. It's like a two minute long video that's like B roll footage of St. Louis mixed in with. Uh, stuff from uh dark knight rises joker mm-hmm. uh like heath ledger joker and jack flaherty <laughs> and jack flaherty oh this is this is wonderful this and, is yeah just like a hype up video like for the season <laughs> uh, <laughs> do you think he paid someone to make this or like a fan did it and sent it to him i don't know i wonder who made this I need I need some investigative journalism on but, this but he posted it on his his twitter account with uh, with the caption, the people's champ must be everything the people can't be with a Joker card emoji. And it's like foot- <laughs> and it's like it's like footage of him striking some guy out and then the Joker blowing up a hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that movie really did change a lot of people's hearts and minds. It really I think. did. Like it's and like it, it, it shows the part of him like blowing up the hospital and then like him fiddling with. The yeah, detonators. Yeah. It's like a really long segment <laughs> of the two minutes. Is yeah. that scene? This is like what Kenny Powers would make in 2023. Oh like, you never know, he made his like Back to the Majors uh-huh. video, and it sucks because he just had like stuff that was outdated in 2008. But like, if Kenny Powers was doing it now, it would be like, yeah, just like fucking put me in there with the Joker. <laughs> like, oh, and so- sorry, the sorry, the video <laughs> ends with. Hashtag don't think. Yeah. Which he did not hashtag in the tweet. (laughs) Right. Which is just an incredible detail. Awesome. I have what is what is even shows up under hashtag don't think. (laughs) This has to be so dumb. I mean, from like an from an 
an athlete's perspective, I think that, that makes a lot of sense for a pitcher. Like I think yes. uh, part of like the, the mindset has to be like, I'm, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to get out there and throw Like they talk about yeah. like that all the time. So I see where that's kind of, I don't know the, the cultural reach of the Joker, specifically Nolan's Joker. He's 27 right now. I kind of wonder, uh, maybe he's at the upper age of that movies of that being like his generation's Joker a little yeah. bit. I wonder. So I, I wonder if like a, if it, like if Sandy Alcantara or someone like a younger pitcher had done it if he would have used um like the uh the really awful first uh, Harley Quinn Joker or, or something. Every every generation has its Joker after all. Jared Leto Joker. Jared Leto Joker. Yeah. Oh my god. Uh, Jack Flaherty <laughs> was twelve when that movie came out. Uh, yeah, that's a, that sounds about right. Looking yeah, yeah. looking okay. that information up physically hurt me. <laughs> yep, yep. Because I was not twelve. <laughs> No, that's that's like the exact right age to be really into the Joker as a kid. So I, I, I was I, I was extremely into the Joker as a kid. My Joker was Mark Hamill, though. Well, yeah, Mark Hamill was ours. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're, we're a little too young for Nicholson, I think, really. Nicholson was also mine, but like they they, they were the same time and a little a little little after. Yeah, yeah. Like, I didn't and... see the original Batman in theaters. Right. Oh, yeah, I I, I couldn't have. I was not alive. But yeah, exactly. I saw those other 90s ones in theaters, anyway, though. But we don't have to talk about fucking Batman. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about Batman for any longer than we have at this moment. We don't need to talk about Batman. We're but you know, about what, you know what? You know what we can talk thing. about, though? Um, mm. So I saw I saw the new John Wick today. Oh, how was it? And it's it's wonderful. It's it's a it's it's a masterpiece. It's great. Uh, but LA, excellent. There's a there's a character in it that is basically German penguin like, <laughs> and he fights and it's great. It's so it's so wonderful. So that is uh, good. Yeah. No, is he also that... played by Colin Farrell? No, but it is a guy in a big fat suit, though. Um, it's, it's 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 yeah, it's it's good stuff, though. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Uh, like a sleazy German penguin, basically, is what the God character bless. is. Wonderful. They should have him kill a guy with a baseball just so we can do a whole episode talking Ooh. about John Wick. I yeah. mean, we can just talk about John Wick. We could if we, we could. To. I haven't yeah. seen any of them. That would make it really. Harder. Yeah, yeah. I've, I didn't see the third one. I don't think. Oh, man. Okay. It's been on yeah. my list of things to do. I, go watch those. Come They're great on. movies. Don't get me wrong. Oh, I, I don't doubt them. Don't doubt it at all. It's not like yeah. I've been avoiding them. Um, Yeah, I'll get to it. A lot of a lot of movies to get to. God, I can't I saw wait. John Wick kill a man with a baseball. It'd be great. <laughs> Give us that. They even had him go to Japan, and he doesn't go to the Tokyo Dome once. Come it's on, such man. A, such a shame. That's yeah. such a gimme. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, should we get into mailbag then? Let's unpack it. All right. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's start with this one here at David Gross underscore man. David Grossman, uh, when do we officially start referring to the era we live in as the Crone Zone? That's <laughs> C R O N, like C J Crone. I see. Yeah. This question prompted because uh, C J Crone is tearing the cover off the ball. Is already at three home runs, and uh, is at the top of the chart along with Brian Reynolds and Joey Gallo in in hitting absolute bombs. <laughs> Currently has a 252 WRC plus. Uh, currently walking way over his career walk rate. 
we love everything about this. I um, I'm gonna use CJ Crone to talk about an, a different player I, I liked in 2017. <laughs> uh, Mark Reynolds, who was always kind of like a journeyman slugger, first baseman type guy, um, first base, third base. In 2017, he had a second year with the Rockies, and he hit. A solid 30 home runs, 97 RBI, and produced less than one win above replacement while doing so. <laughs> which is ab- absolutely delicious. Uh, CJ Crone is a better player than Mark Reynolds was. He's younger right now and uh, just all around uh, more uh, capable hitter. Uh, so I think we should expect a pretty great season from him. And it'll be fun to watch because chorus does weird things and they should be forced by the league to sign big sluggy guys every single year i mean yeah he was on the twins when they had the juiced ball that the twins <laughs> hit the most home runs ever yeah <laughs> in and he put a, a season with, and he had so. a 101 wrc yeah. plus while doing it it's yeah beautiful. it's incredible it's incredible that 25 that, bombs. that's what he did yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's capable of a lot more he's had seasons where he was like his season in detroit was incredible uh no sorry his first season in colorado was was uh, incredible 126 wrc plus 530 no. slugging yeah he's a he's a good hitter he should no. have a great great year with them now depending on what we mean by the crone zone can we define the crone zone because is it just <laughs> like oh you're all in on cj crone and you think he's gonna be great or you think he, like even he's gonna be good or does it just mean like knowing about cj crone and his deal <laughs> like i because I, I, I bet like fantasy people love CJ Crone, don't they? Because like oh, just yeah. like hits a whole oh. bunch of home runs and stuff. But like that was Mark Reynolds really... in twenty seventeen. That's why I followed him so close. Was, I was, he was like a last yeah. round pick on my team, and I got thirty bombs from him. Yeah, I forgot to check all of my fantasy teams. <laughs> Great, uh, that's fine. You only have to do it weekly, probably. I don't think if, I could see you signing up for a daily league. That would if it means knowing what's uh, going on with. CJ Crone, then I I've been in the Crone zone for years. Uh. <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah. maybe the Crone zone is just what he calls the area immediately around first base when people come over there to say to say hi, like hey, welcome to the Crone zone. Welcome to the Crone zone. <laughs> I would do that. That'd be fun. I would, yeah, for sure. Uh, at Lake Monster on Twitter, based on this first series or so, which team is most likely to be under a biblically potent curse? Go ahead and say it's the Phillies, Stephen. You're allowed to say it's the Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a win yet they don't <laughs> as of recording funny. they have not won a game and they have looked actively terrible in all of the games <laughs> that they've played of which i've watched portions of all of them <laughs> they just forget how to field forget how to base run they're getting babbipped to fucking death i don't know like based on these last like six or so games i gotta plant my flag there i'm sorry that's that's fine i'm you're sorry allowed. you're allowed i i cannot wait to see as this season unfolds the rapid shifts between <laughs> that sort of pessimism about a biblical about a biblically potent curse being on the team to like just this unbridled optimism about it being like a Cinderella run and stuff. <laughs> I cannot wait to see you just bounce between those two things. It's going to be great. I, I've i been like, I don't know. I've been actually really getting annoyed with a lot of people on my timeline who are like freaking out that this is the worst thing in the world. And I'm like, <laughs> are are you insane? Yeah, you're pretty moderate compared to um a lot of them. I, I think just like 
going through an entire month of extremely high stress baseball and then having no baseball at all and then getting a knockout mm. tournament for a month like <laughs> i i i watch a game and they lose and i go that barely means anything right now and i cannot tell you how good that feels good oh good. sure smart yeah back to the long season i i i understand that i think my answer I don't think it's a, a biblical plague. I think something about the way the Royals operate or have operated in the last couple of decades pissed off some sort of like, perhaps like an otherwise benevolent nature spirit that uh, resides near the stadium. Yeah, they did not look good. <laughs> no, they, they've looked bad. They don't, they're not like going anywhere. You can make the same case for the Tigers, but something about specifically about how the Royals front office operates with all the weird Christian shit is, makes me think like there's some pagan ancient deity or or spirit or sprite uh is intentionally vexing them and now they gotta also, roll this chapman too the, well, the fountain oh. in the background i think maybe it's like a water spirit that like a, a water sprite that mm. uh, a malevolent the... water spirit has yeah. hexed our baseball team <laughs> and they keep calling in they keep calling in like like baptist priests to try to cure it and they, they don't do anything because they don't speak the same language okay another one from twitter at pigeon eyes lewis former guest of the show Alex Bohm's Alex Bohm's ass is larger. What ball player on your team could benefit from a butt improvement? Do not say all of them. I want a man who will be uniquely improved by by acquiring an ass. Uh, well, I you already took my team. Mm-hmm. Um, but good job, Lewis. Your question was flawed. I'm going to say Matt Chapman with the Jays because um, you need to work them glutes to work that base. I don't know. I just know he doesn't have an exceptional ass and I just want to see more of it. That's really all. Sure. I'm going to go with uh, Kenta Maeda because uh, I've heard a lot of pitchers say that, you know, when they lose weight, sometimes they lose some velocity and a big question around him is where his fastball velocity is gonna it's gonna sit. And you know, if it gets too low, he just won't be that effective of a pitcher. We can get him back up to, you know, throwing 90, 94, 95, great. So if that means just giving him a, a bigger ass, then then let's go. I think that's a good answer. Yeah. Pitchers, mm-hmm. I think you wanna like maybe there's like a balance element to it that you they're gonna make him help follow like end their pitch on on, yeah. on a on a better better what? angle, maybe. What players have Hank Hill asses? You'd think I would know this off the top of my head. I think mm-hmm. we we usually spend too much time ogling in the other direction to specifically. We don't want a body shame here. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> God, oh, what a dumb show this is. Um, let's let's go to the next one here. People pay us for this. I know it's crazy. All right. Regalos, Discord, mascots, nightmare, blunt rotation. Um, <laughs> start with blooper. The second one would be slugger, and then the final one would be oh, I forget his name. The the Diamondbacks Bobcat. But Buster, you don't want to hang out with Buster or Baxter? Baxter's that, fine. He's too buff. He's a cat. He's it a makes me uncomfortable. Cat. You don't like being high around a little kitty cat? You can pet, and that's okay. Oh, go yeah, ahead. I can't, can't agree with you on that one, Stephen. Go ahead, though, Lauren. 
My answer is Billy the Martin, the Marlin. Oh fuck! I forgot mm-hmm. about that, that thing. I don't want to be staring at that big freaky plastic head when I'm when I'm fucked up. That's mm-hmm. plus like it's like the it'd be like a cheap 3D effect where the like the the nose is like sticking up in your face, going back and forth, mm-hmm. like a like a cheap 3D movie. Uh, that would be unpleasant. Also, uh, Lucille uh, from the Giants just perpetually bad vibes on that guy. I gotta say, there's no way it'd be fun to be high around Mister Redlegs. No. Like, like no. just that big baseball face, like with the mustache and the smile that never goes away. And, and the, the whirly eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's no way he would be cool to be yeah. around. No, Screech Screech from the Nationals would be kind of terrifying too. Just he's got like that huge he looks like he's perpetually trapped in like a rictus like scream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not not fun. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want to get high with any mascots. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Yeah. I, I was actually <laughs> see, here's the thing. I was about to flip the question around and say, what is the what is the dream blunt rotation <sighs> for the mascots? And I can only think of one that I would want to get high with. Uh, right. Is it the fanatic? It's the no. Fanatic. Okay, Dear good. God, no. Good. Because like, that was going to be fucking crazy. The fanatic was going to go in my in my list of nightmare ones. <laughs> like if I was building my own nightmare one, it like. Number one and two are Red Legs and the Fanatic. No, without a doubt, it's DJ Kitty. DJ Kitty, the 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 Rays mascot. Hey Kitty, oh, he just I looks don't cool. Know this? You don't know DJ Kitty? DJ Kitty, I've never seen DJ Kitty. DJ Kitty's new to me. It looks like they only added it. Really added it in like twenty twelve. So he's a he's so it's just like a cat and he's it's got like, a backwards Rays hat on. And yeah, big, it's big it chain. is it is like. They got um like off brand Parappa the rapper, but instead oh, of a dog, yeah, it's a I guess cat. I could hang with him. Wouldn't be too bad. The face is not offensive. He looks like he's got good vibes. There's not anything else to do in that ballpark except no. pet a stingray. It'd be so... cool to go like get a big sandwich with him. Yeah, big... <laughs> just like it's smoking a blunt with a guy in Florida, like backwards raised cap. <laughs> like it's like he's that's gonna, just like, how the Florida whole time is. To... Yeah, he's gonna spend the whole time like pitching you on his crypto startup. Yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> I think I could. I think the swinging fryer wouldn't be too bad. I don't Ooh, no. know. Ooh, I don't. No. I know he was gonna be my number three on my really? my nightmare blunt rotation for sure. His face oh, locked yeah. in that permanent open mouth grin. Yeah, I don't want ones that are like people. I don't Maybe like the birds. Maybe just yeah. stick to like the Oriole bird. The yeah, TC's nice. Yeah, I don't want Bernie Brewer either. You oh know? no, I trying to push you down the slide when you're already really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. no way. I'd but, like, smoke. I'd smoke up uh, Mrs. Met Dinger. TC Bear. Dinger and TC Bear are both inoffensive. I don't know why yeah. Dinger is inoffensive, but he's just like totally. I think I think yeah. just like it, it it kind of subconsciously evokes Barney the purple dinosaur, which sure. feels safe. Well, yeah, we grew up we're in that age range for Barney yeah. Purdue Elevant. Yeah. I don't know, like a dino I, I love Jurassic Park as a kid. Of course I'm gonna be okay with the dinosaur. Well, I don't yeah. wanna get I don't wanna get high with any of the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. <laughs> well, no, but he's like a cartoon of those. I get high with like a cartoon a cartoon velociraptor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> great. great. Got a lot great, out of that talk. one. You asked me to entertain the question and yeah. I entertain the question. Great, great talk here. Um okay, let's see here. All right, Grigory Ilinovich on the Discord. This Volpe kid, does he kind of remind you of Jita? 
I think they just want to talk about what was his name, Aaron Volpe, the Anthony Volpe, which is going to be weird for the rest of my life because I have history with a guy named Anthony Volpe. Um, sorry <laughs> to dox him, um, but uh, oh, we'll see uh, I, I don't, I'm not describing anything about the history okay, okay, at all, okay, 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 okay. but every time I hear that name, I'm like, huh. He profiles is like a pretty decent hitter for a shortstop. He'll be fine. Seems yeah. like a nice guy. I don't know. I watched I watched the Yankees games. I watched most of Garrett Cole start, and they talked about him a lot. And I kind of came around on him. Yeah, yeah. He's twenty two. He'll you he might have a hard time adjusting, but it's fine. It's not like Yankees fans are known for getting like a pop lactic over uh, a shortstop not hitting after like ten games. <laughs> yeah, never unheard never. of. <laughs> I think that's gonna be all we got for this week really good to have you back lauren thank you good to be back this is super fun back in the bold podcasting minds <laughs> you can you can never leave never really leave <laughs> my my notes You'll always be back my notes that i take during the episode while you were gone have been uh really bad uh and i realize it's because i'm actually talking more so I'm really <laughs> glad to have you back so that I can shut the fuck up and embarrass myself like 30% less. There we go. Yeah, uh, I get to embarrass myself in, in, in your steed. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. We're, 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 we're spreading it around evenly. <laughs> All right, see you, everyone. Bye.